I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, August 6th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for the New York Times. Good morning, David. How are you? Good, thanks. David, apart from the Olympics, we've seen some pretty remarkable developments around the world this week, starting with big gains by the Syrian rebels in taking key cities, and now some hostages that the rebels maintain are members of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. And there are unconfirmed reports this morning that four members of Bashar al-Assad's cabinet, including the prime minister, have defected. Does any of this change the U.S. calculus about how to intervene? Well, I think it's going to begin to change the calculus, Kerry, because uh, what we're seeing is the gradual disintegration of what was left of, of Assad's state. And so he's having a hard time now holding on to members of his government. This was the most, uh, if it's true, uh, the prime minister was the most senior member of his uh, group to ever uh, defect. And the fact of the matter is that at this point, I think many in the West are thinking that the state could disintegrate uh, by itself without having much more uh, armed intervention or covert help. But that doesn't solve the problem, because if the state does uh, disintegrate, you then have the possibility of a fractured place in which the Iranians, other neighbors are all looking for a moment to grab pieces of the territory. And of course, there's that big stock of weapons of mass destruction, mostly, uh, mostly chemical weapons, some biological weapons, that have both the Israelis and the Americans very worried. And it doesn't seem clear how you would solve that problem without putting people on the ground. Let's move back home. Here at home, the job numbers were better than expected last week, but the unemployment rate is now up to 8.3%. So how does this affect President Obama's narrative about creating jobs? Well, this is certainly not where the president wanted to be going into. We're now 92 days out from the election. Their hope had been to have an unemployment rate that began with a 6 or a 7 and to show significant progress. Instead, the unemployment rate, for mostly a statistical reason, uh, crept back up. The numbers of jobs created also went uh, back up a bit, and he's going to try to make the argument that while it's been much slower than he'd like, the numbers are coming back. What's important to remember now, though, is really not the national unemployment rate, but the unemployment rates in the key uh, states that are still up for grabs. And there, in places like Ohio and Michigan, the president's doing much better. And so that's posing uh, a, a bigger challenge for Governor Romney and one that he's having a, a hard time addressing right now. Well, speaking of Governor Romney, and we only have a few seconds left, he still refuses to release more of his tax returns, but he did shoot back at Senate leader Harry Reid's accusation that he hadn't paid any taxes for 10 years. Why is Governor Romney so intent on not releasing his returns? This is one of the great mysteries of the campaign because they certainly saw this one coming, and this has only fed the Democratic narrative that there must be something to hide. That said, there's been no evidence right now that Senator Reid has the goods in any form. It's not clear whether he is making an accusation based on knowledge or just one based on rumor. Uh, my guess is that unless uh, the governor uh, stops responding to these, he's going to get himself into a position where he really has to release these in the last few months of the campaign. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Kerry Nolan, and that's the Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.